Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. It's Thursday. June 23rd, what is happening? Sometimes you meet somebody who just blows your mind. Go to the studio. Sometimes you don't know what to do. But you gotta go back to the show. Has anybody seen my lady? How do you get to the five-foot? Okay, tell your story. Go ahead. Go ahead, tell this story. Just this story. Start over again. Okay. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Rudy, how are you? I woke Let's up. give you a proper introduction here. Here we go. Let's do this right. We're getting organized. There it is, all the way from Las Vegas, none other than Mr. Rudy Garino and Tom Hayes. Hey. <laughs> well, we're a little uh, late today. I had an appointment to do, so we're a couple of hours overdue, but we can get, we got a lot to talk about. A lot of amazing things happened in just one week, and Billy's supposed to be calling in. But in the meantime, let's start the show right. We got to start it right, Rudy. How are you? I woke up, Tom. <laughs> well, we had a great week. Uh, we were Saturday. Uh, a guy named Rick Dumont, who was the fill-in, the pitch-hit uh, film guy we have, our videographer, does a phenomenal job, a true pro. He was uh, he was with me at in the North End on Hanover Street at the infamous Martinis. A uh, cigar store. It's not a cigar bar. It's a cigar store. T-shirts, souvenirs, the whole deal, looking very much like the North End should. And uh, Jerry, oh, there he is. Here comes uh, Billy now. Hey, Billy. Unmuted. Hey, Billy. Unmuted. Billy, Billy, come on. Unmuted. Say hello. Oh, you're there. Unmuted. You're there. Go ahead. Unmuted. Unmuted. You're muted. Unmuted. No, you're not. Not now. You're not. Un- <laughs> Unmuted. Say hi to Rudy. Rudy woke up this morning. Rudy, what are you doing, buddy? <laughs> hey, let me tell you a story about that martinis. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. When I was a kid, I ended up buying that place for six thousand dollars. Get out of here. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I, bought, I bought the store. And what do you think wow. happens? Go ahead. What happened? The good fellas came to me and told me, you better sell that store and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't very nice. Oh, my God. So what did they do with it, Rudy? Could you believe that? They ran me out of Hannibal Street. 
Wow. What did they do with it? uh, They had some some guy, uh, some Italian guy. (laughs) I don't know what I am. No shit. I just... No shit. <laughs> so did you have to sell it to them? Yep. Yes. Yep. Oh boy. Did you get your money back or did you have to sell it at a loss? No, I got my money back. Oh, okay. That's cool. They always did fair business. It was like, you know, it's look good, like take a fucking high care. We'll give you this. You gotta go. You gotta go. The rest is ours. The rest is ours. You gotta go. It's well, our we love you, kid, but the rest is ours. <laughs> right? Oh, That's my. cool. That's okay. That's cool. We've all done deals like that. So what were you gonna what were you gonna sell in there, Rudy? The same thing, it was a smoke shop. Oh, okay. So how did um so how did, did Jerry get a hold of it? Or was he one of the guys? You know, put his name on the license. He'll be all right. Put his name up there. Zapping after. Everybody loves Jerry. Put his name on the license. Everything will be all right. That's it. We're all right. So We're Jerry, Jerry when did Jerry get it? Oh man, I don't know. Fifteen years ago, I was at I was at I was at Adrian working with him, and he took it over I'm probably fifteen years ago. I'm talking about in the fifties. Right. Yeah, Jerry probably got it fifteen years ago. I'm saying maybe maybe about fifteen years ago that I know of. When we were working together, I remember when he sort of took over because I built the stairs there. My construction company, a construction company, a while back, and I we built the stairs and the shelves in the front there for that store. Wow, nice. Yeah. It's a nice store. It is. It's a beautiful little store. Jerry, you know, everybody loves me because in there one day a week, he opens up, tells a few stories, you know. So, Rudy, you've never been in there since Jerry owned it? No. Okay. No. No, he did a nice job with it. He's got a lot of T-shirts, and uh, he's, you know, selling, like you say, selling cigars, and he's selling... uh, a lot of lottery tickets. <laughs> lottery tickets. Brass tickets. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, lottery tickets there? Oh, yeah. Scratch yeah. tickets, everything. Kidding me? That was the big business. The line was, they were mad with us that we uh, were filming, and so they brought in, uh, they they lined up outside the door. He's got a, a great um, storekeeper there, manager. So this guy is the friendliest guy I ever met, this guy, Harry. Uh, yeah, Harry's cool. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, th- while we were filming, uh, Harry was very upset with us because he had a line of people ready to get some scratch tickets. So we did about a half an hour interview. Yeah. Well, tell him uh, he's going to get famous. Uh, he's going <laughs> to. Well, that's the other thing Harry said to me. He said, while we were waiting for Jerry to come in, Jerry had to make a grand entrance. I'm telling you, Rudy, have you ever seen the Bronx Tale? Yeah. Okay, it looked just like the Bronx Tale that day. We had big guys out in front smoking cigars, moving cars around. 
the motorcycles came in just like the Bronx Tale. Uh, and then Jerry made his appearance. Some guy said, "What are you, hey Jerry? Are you looking for a place to park?" <clears throat> said, yeah. Oh. So, Let me move mine up a little bit. I'm, I've been saving a place for you. I'll move up a little. And uh, but boy, Jerry squeezed in there. It was a tight spot, and he came out, had a big green polo sh- uh, shirt on, and he made a big entrance. Everybody walking across uh, Hanover Street, everybody high fiving him, yelling, "Hey Jerry, hey Jerry!" And he walked in, and uh, we started the film. It's amazing how nothing changes down there. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. Nothing changes. You right. could be back there. When we hope, we're hoping to get you back here. When you come back, you're gonna go. What happened? Nothing changed. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, you know, the only thing action. that's changed is the yuppies are all lining up. The millennials are all lining up for Mike's pastry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just visualizing uh, being back there with the. Uh, the Hanover Street and the the, the pastry shops and uh, next uh, there's a bar over there, uh, some kind of a tavern there or something at the corner. Prince. Well, they're all there's, um, right now, right across. What is that place right across the street on the same side of the street, Billy? The uh, Florence's, not Florence's, something else. Florentine. Um, Florentine. 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 Yeah, that's uh, that's the one. Cafe Florentine. Yeah, is that yeah, still there? Yeah, that's a spot. That, yeah, yes. that's a great spot to go to. I go there quite often to meet my that, friend Nino. That's a beautiful, beautiful spot. That was the headquarters for the old uh, Mustache Pete, the Goodfellas. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I love the Florentine on the corner there. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it was quite a day. It was I hadn't been in the North End in a, in a oh, I don't know, a couple of months, uh, at least a, a year maybe. And the only thing that's changed, like I said, is you get these uh, these little millennials running around. But other than that, it's uh, the same old place. And uh, so anyway, Jerry was his, as the first time I met him, he was hysterical. He was so funny. And um, oh, what? Well, wait a minute! I got. I'm going to play a surprise on this, some surprise music. I'm trying to set it up. So go ahead, Rudy. Tom, remember when you play the music? Uh, remember you got to have the, the <laughs> lyrics and the music uh, got to be bouncy. I know. Music got to be bouncy. Um, uh, you hear me? The music yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking, but Jerry, the music got to be bouncy. Tell <laughs> that. concentrate here. I know what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to get a nice, I'm trying to get a, uh, here we go, go to the dashboard. I'm trying to upload a song so Rudy will understand who is ready to come to film with us um, in just a couple of weeks. He went on tour, as I explained. We were all set up to, to actually to film with him today. He made a commitment, and uh, instead he had to change plans because 
they uh I guess he went back on tour, so it's nice to know that the band is still popular enough to go back on tour. So here we go. We're uploading and I guess let's why don't we get some music and I will see if it plays well today, Rudy. Alright, here we go. go back to the studio. Okay, here we go. Back to the studio and let's see if it loaded. Okay, here we go. Da da Oh, it's still processing that one. Well, that shouldn't take long. We'll we'll have it in there in a second. Uh, okay, let's just play a, a little quick song. We'll uh, we'll do something. Uh, oh, yeah, let's let's play this. We never get tired of this one, and it's only two minutes long. We'll be right back, folks. Pay attention. Here we go. Hook up with them? No, no. Oh, okay. you, 
you know, he, he was kind enough. He did everything, you know, and uh, I told my daughter, just leave him alone. You know, you can't pound on these people. Right. Well, he no, was sweet he enough to uh, my daughter. He's going to be in uh, San Diego tonight, and he was sweet enough to his uh, daughter, Chrissy, uh, got my daughter some uh, tickets for the uh, uh, for the show. So uh, they're on the guest list. In the San Diego? Yep. They moved fast. Oh. They went right from Vegas to San Diego tonight. Yeah, that's good. See, that's, uh, that's what you got to do. I told my daughter, you know, you can just, I don't want to go over it on the phone. She tried too hard. <laughs> but she, uh, uh, she's a good kid and all that. But you got to learn. You, you can't hound these acts, you know. Well, we're doing pretty good. In fact, I want to, I'm going to, Rudy, this is, when we were in the cigar shop in Martinis, yeah. uh, he told us that it, uh, this gentleman's name came up, Peter Wolf, who was the lead singer for Jay Giles. Right. And uh, this is more, this is more uh, <laughs> Billy Porter's era, his genre, <laughs> uh, the Jay Giles. How old were you when Jay Giles was playing, Billy? Oh man, I don't know, like um, fifteen, sixteen, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So you were, were you a big fan he of this? Well, well, yeah, actually, yeah, for sure. He actually, my um, my high school teacher at the Heights Academy, Chris Callahan, was a boxer, and he brought him in. They were good friends. He brought him into my twelfth grade classroom in the Heights Academy in South Boston, my last year of high school, and um, I got to meet him. And then he used to always come in and hang out with Jerry at uh, Umbria at the nightclub, and they would hang out, and we would hang out and sit talk. Talk shit on that. It's crazy. There you go. So now, Billy, you know my friend Paul Elwell then. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I know of him. I um, don't know him personally that well, but I know of Paul Elwell, of course. Yeah, he well, he just told too, me a Chris Callanan, Peter Wolf story this week. Yeah, that was my that was my high school teacher, Chris Callanan, and um, he was yeah. Would he teach history or something? Good, good guy. Good guy. Huh? Okay, you're going to love this story. Rudy, you're going to like this, too. So he brings Peter Wolf, and I guess he must have done it, did it every year yeah. for his students, yeah, right, to give him a big him treat? In. Yeah. Yep. All right, so exactly. and they, did he do this bit where he said to um, to Peter, hey, I got something in the car for you. I'm going to go out and get it. Did he leave him alone oh, in yeah, the place yeah. with you? Did he do that? <laughs> yeah. Did he do yeah, that? Yeah, yeah I yeah, guess yeah, it must yeah, have been yeah, a yeah, bit yeah. they worked up. Yeah, because yeah, when he walked were, yeah. out of the room, then Peter Wolf turned to you guys and said, "So, so, 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 do, 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 is Chris a good, good, good teacher?" Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember that? Exactly. Yes, I do. I do exactly. Yeah, so it must have been a bit that they put together. Like a little thing that had worked out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's funny. It was cool, man. That that guy Peter Wolf, the cool dude, man. He always comes out to where you know. People want uh, his fans. He's he, he's very connected with his fans and people that in the urban community and like schools and you know the club nightlife and he's he's laid back, cool dude, man. Yeah, so Rudy sure. bringing bringing a white rock and roller who hung out at the Sugar Shack in right? the day. Wow. I mean, bringing his attitude and his re- uh, memories of the Sugar Shack is is going to be a really nice addition to this uh, documentary. It sure is. Okay, now here's the song. You may remember the song, Rudy. Here it is. (laughs) 
and that was the lead singer, Peter Wolf, who will be in the documentary. Beautiful. Yep, yep. And, uh, you know, we heard so many great stories. He filled in a lot of things that, you know, we've touched on on the show. Um, And, uh, you know, the funny, I think I told you a little bit about remembering Jay Leno. And uh, I guess without a doubt, he was there. He, uh, Jerry said that, you know, every once in a while, he'd, the kid would want, he says, the kid would want to get up on stage, so I'll give him a little stage time. And uh, <laughs> he says he was You're a good kid. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good, oh, jeez. Rudy, you got to imagine, we're, we're trying to keep the place quiet. They're banging on the door to buy lottery tickets. This kid, Harry, Guy Harry, is peeled that we're even yeah. there. Jerry's we're reading sweating, off a, he's got little, little loosely yeah, papers, legal yellow papers, and he's trying to read his <laughs> notes, and he can't read his notes. <laughs> and the whole thing is scary, and Eddie B is standing beside him, and Eddie B just sweating. keeps going, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it, it, it was a scene out of a, a freaking cartoon. <laughs> and 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 Billy and I are trying not to laugh while they're, they're taping, but a couple of times we laughed anyway, and uh, it was it was it was just hysterical. And then and you know Larry. people were trying to buy T-shirts, and um, so <laughs> it was oh. very. Of all the taping we've done, it was the most nerve-wracking. Good thing George wasn't there; he would have died. He would have been the old black. The only black person in the North End that day. He was the only oh. black person in six miles. And, and, and with this guy, Harry, ready to... Oh, Harry wanted money, too. That's the other thing, Rudy. Rudy, Harry acted like he was... Like like Jerry was was a Hollywood star, and it would only be filmed if he got paid. Because he said to uh, us before... He said to us before... Jerry he wanted got five there. grand. He wa- yeah, Jerry wants five grand for this. You had five grand. <laughs> so we had all kinds of pressure. Five and of course, G's. yeah, five G's. He wants five G's for this. I says, listen, if we had five G's, we wouldn't be here. <laughs> we had five he expects, G's. Jerry expects you. to get paid, and uh, oh my God! So we were. It was very nerve-wracking, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting, looking at these people with their noses pressed up against the glass, drooling for lottery. It was lottery. fun, though. It was funny, though. Dude, we oh, it was very so fun. High, very we fun. Had tears. We had tears coming out of our eyes. Oh very yeah, we, 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 I'm, I'm surprised oh. these days. Between every time we tape, whether it's George Clinton, we ruined or, every take. Dude. We ruined every take because we laughed. Oh, in the background. We laughing. You, it was just <laughs> too bad you weren't there, but you'll get to see it. It's hysterical. And any B, yeah. oh, you know, they figured out, Rudy. Who the the girl act was? It was the chiffons. The chiffons. Yeah. Yeah, that was the one you got for New Year's. No, it was the Shirelles. Oh, the Shirelles. Okay. Look at the book. I think the date is in there. Okay. All right. We'll check it out. Fucking yeah. Well, you know, of course, Ed, Eddie, Eddie, and Jerry would were would have sworn on a stack of five. They're each one. One says. One says jump, and the other one says how high. Yeah, the other one says butter, the other one says oil. <laughs> butter, so, oil. Well, so I then, told you. In yeah. his notes, 
check the have some. I don't know where the hell my book is. <laughs> but uh, I love my father it was the Shirelles. They worked the first Well, anyway. Well, well anyway. Yeah, whatever. We'll check it out. We'll check it out. But um, Jerry said, <laughs> so I said, oh, I said to Jerry, tell the truth. I said, some people say there was a fight the night that <laughs> Wayne Cochran started busting the place up. No, there was no fight. He says, uh, come on. I says, I had some kid who was there said he had to go underneath the table because the bartenders, I was the bartender. There was no fight. He said, but yeah, I will tell you this. He says, <laughs> he says, after the first night, I started watching everything he broke, and I wrote it down. And then when it came time to pay him, I started deducting what he broke. <laughs> and he says, as the week went on, he did. He was breaking less and less. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> so, and then he told us this one, Rudy. You know, I became the bartender there because somebody was telling us that you know your bartenders are making more than you guys. <laughs> so. So I decided, Jerry said, I decided to become a bartender. <laughs> they were making said, all the money. They were making said, all the money for Craig Tapes. <laughs> yeah, those bartenders were doing very good. Yeah. So they, had the gang, they had the gangsters and the pimps and the prostitutes. They had uh, all those uh, high roller people. They were sipping like crazy. Oh, yeah. And oh, then he was telling us, <laughs> with Booty, we can write a freaking book about this. He was telling us about <laughs> slow gin fizzes. Do you know this story? Oh, my God. No. Okay. Oh, yeah. R- R- Jerry says, you know, the black people, they really don't like liquor. <laughs> he says, so we used to make... If we put liquor in a slow gin fizz, he says they don't. They spit it out. They didn't like it. <laughs> so, so we just started serving them slow gin fizzes without any liquor. <laughs> well, and then one night we forgot because somebody came in and sold us a truckload of vodka, <laughs> really cheap. <laughs> So we decided to put the vodka in the slow instances. And sure enough, he says, those black people all spit it out. <laughs> he says, so we went back to making slow gin fizzes with just slow gin fizz. Oh, he was a scream. He said, oh, the other thing, Rudy, is he said that he... Uh, if he wasn't on the bar when the killers came in, they wouldn't drink until he went to the bar. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they wanted him. He became the, he became the, uh, the son of attraction. Yeah. <laughs> he, well, he says there was two reasons. He said, number one, they like me, but more important, he says, they didn't want to get poisoned. <laughs> he goes, you know, a lot of guys 
were dying, getting poisoned in those days. (laughs) (laughs) So Jerry had to make the drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to, they used to always, always for his his section to open up and all that. They were yeah. all on him. Yep, yep. He knew them all. Yeah. And then he said, then he said, uh, he went when he started talking about Jay Leno. It was hysterical because he said, uh, I think I told you this that he said. He was a nice kid. I really liked the kid. He goes, you know, he was an ugly kid. I tell you, he was ugly in them days. <laughs> he's co- he's good looking now, but in them days, he was ugly. <laughs> and he says, he says, all I had to do was pay him with hot fudge Sundays. He says, he used to come to me all the time. He said, Jerry, you want a hot fudge Sunday? He says, I knew what that meant. I was supposed to buy the hot fudge Sunday. He says, so I sent them down to uh, Brigham's. And he'd get a two hot fudge Sundays, one for him, one for me. Now, remember, Brigham's, I remember, Rudy, was on Winter Street. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, no, what, what was that? Brigham's was at the corner there, I think. There was one at oh, the corner. Oh, he tri- said that. It was at the corner. Okay. Yeah, at the corner. Yep. Yep. Right at the corner. Winter Street, right at that corner. Yep. Oh yep. right, right. Well, there was there was another ice cream shop on Winter Street. I'll have to look that up and see what that was. Okay, yeah, yeah. He said to send him down the corner to get a hot fudge sundae at Brigham's. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't know if you know this. What we uh, George is back. By the way, George is coming back next week, so he's he's uh, doing well, and. George oh, cool. Wilson, and uh, we were talking about going out to see, uh, you know, to, to finish that and make sure we get that interview with Jay Leno. And so yeah. I decided that w- the way we're going to tease Jay Leno to get the deal is I'm going to take the clip with Jerry talking about it. The uh, video guy, <laughs> Rick, is going gonna, is gonna to edit it, so we just got that minute or so that Jerry's talking about J- Jay. And we're going to send it out to him. All right. Yeah, All so right. we'll get him as well. So it was a big week, big week, uh, Rudy. We got a lot done. Because uh, I don't remember Jay Leno, but uh, you can't. I'm not going to dispute the guy. But well, you know, Jay... I mean, we'll see if Jay if Jay says hello, then he was there. Yeah, uh, since he wants to do the thing and he remembers the shack. Yep. Something to it. Yep. Yep. So, uh, well, well, heck, you know, well, it was, it was before he was big. It was probably no, you know, no reason for you to know the guy. I mean, he was just, uh, you know, he's just a student. A college student in Emerson, right? Wasn't he or something like that? Yep. The bartenders knew more guys than me, you know, and all that. That's right. That's right. I was in the the office or in the back. Right, right. And, you know, like you said, he was uh, he was a student. He was, you know, you had, he didn't have any credits at that time. Right, right. If you mentioned Jay Leno 50 years ago, then who's Jay Leno, you know? Nobody, nobody knew who Jay Leno was, you know? Wow. So, uh, Imagine that. So between that and uh, I, I called, 
Uh, Lou Raglan back yesterday, but uh, he wasn't there. He didn't pick up, but I left a message for him, so we'll see if he gets back to us. Joseph, And he's supposed to be coming into town with uh, the fourth OJ. Is, isn't that correct? Yeah, uh, Bobby Massey is supposed to be coming in Saturday. Great. Well, I hope you get to see those guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Susanna says, in a couple of weeks, the stylistics are in town. Yeah, the stylistics are in town. Shirley Austin Reeves from the original Shirelle. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Reeves. This is, this was a busy week for the Sugar Shack. Wow. Yeah, in town. George Clinton. Shirley from the Shirelles. Wow. Three or four next. Wow, wow, wow. What are you going to do? Well, we just keep, uh, we're doing the best we can. And we're shooting, we're George and I are shooting for that date in August when Cool and the Gang and George um, and um, what's his name? Bootsy Collins are together. Yeah, wow. that's uh, you got to ask Bootsy about the live album that James Brown did. They can't find right. it. Right. Right. Uh, exactly. You know, what we did is my daughter uh, called, uh, I called a lookup on his website, Who Handles It? So we found out that M- M- uh, MCA, MCA, I think. Yeah. So we called over there. We spoke to one guy, and uh, he says he doesn't do Stevie's day-to-day operations, and uh, so they connected to this uh, to this Brat Steinberg. He does the day-to-day operations. So uh, my daughter, uh, I was on the phone with a three-way. She was on, and I. Told the guy, I'm Rudy Garino. I used to own the Sugar Shack 50 years ago in uh, in Boston. He says, oh, there's a Sugar Shack out here, too. I says, we're in California. He says, yeah, I know there's a Sugar Shack out here. So I says, make a long story short. My daughter's going up to Tahoe to see, to see Stevie in uh, Labor Day weekend. I was wondering if you can give us a contact number. I'd like to say hello to Stevie or his publicist or his manager. See if uh, my daughter can go in and say hello to him. He says, well, do you know Stevie? I said, I just told you, he worked for me two times uh, at the Sugar Shack in Boston. Of course I know him. Wow. Amazing story. What I'll do is I'll forward the information. And, uh, I have your number, and uh, we'll get back to you. So now, Great. this was this was yesterday. So now we got to figure. I told my daughter to wait a week and see if they don't call back in a week. You can forget it, or we'll see what happens. But that's a, that's another step in the right direction to get that Stevie. Fantastic! And I told uh, Susanna yesterday. I said. Take that picture off the uh, website, you know, take a copy of it, and put it in an email and send it to them so they'll actually see you with Stevie. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that's a good idea. That was a good idea. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we'll get him. Send him a send him a photo of Stevie and Josh Clinton and I. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. Look yeah, at them. Cool. Uh, you know, look at yep. look at the, really. You know, we're so far ahead. But look at the amazing names we've got already, and uh, yeah. we're just going to keep adding more. No, I I told my daughter. I guarantee you, if somebody gets a message, Stevie Wonder, Rudy Garino, Sugar Shack, he'll go crazy like the other stars do. That's great. That's great. Well, and I know that once we add Jay Leno, that'll open up huge doors as well. Yeah. So it's it's all good. It's all good stuff. And you know, Rudy, the best part is every time we do anything, whether it's filming a big star or filming Jerry, who's a big star in his own right, it's fun. We just have a blast. Well, let me say this to you. Like I said before. The place was such a party place that people kind of forget it. You know, that's right. I'm not bragging. I'm saying, but I know the, I know the 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 crowd and the happiness that was in the place. That you just mentioned it, and people, I never had a conversation with James Brown, and uh, you know, we talked a while and he. What a good job I was doing for the community and the black people and all that. But when my wife ran into him in the Sahara, when I was doing the shows in the Sahara, and she mentioned she was my my wife, he went crazy. My wife was in a panic book. She called me, hurry up, you got to come down. James, James Brown is going crazy, hollering your name. <laughs> <laughs> He's a man. Well, so I'm telling you, here's a guy who went absolutely apeshit. Because, yeah. not because of me, because the place was such a party place and a place where everybody was happy and everybody got along. It wasn't just yep. a nightclub. Like, you know, these Copacabanas, these big nightclubs, big uh, showrooms. But that little spot had the magic of... Uh, the friendship with everybody in there that got along. It's true. It was, you know, it, it was a decent amount of seats, and you always overstuffed it. You had more than the capacity, and that's what made it great. <laughs> everybody was right in touch with each other. Was, nobody was spread out, and you had to talk to people. <laughs> you know? You had to talk to people. Yeah. I remember that years later when I used to have a parties in my apartment here in Southie. I'd have 100 people in less than 800 square feet. Nobody could believe I could get 100 people in there, but they, it was the best party because everybody had a, they were touching each other. They had to talk. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, uh, well, listen, this may, group may not have been at the shack, but certainly the music sounds exactly the kind of music and the kind of fun that was at the shack. This is the Barcase and Soul Finger. Here we go.
I just looked it up. They were definitely there, huh, Rudy? Yeah, they were definitely there. I think it was Wow. You know, one of the things I used to love the most, as much as I loved seeing the acts themselves, I used to love it when the band came out and warmed up. Yeah. Yeah. The intro. Because they would totally improvise and get funky as hell. Yep. Their place, they would set the funk. I'd be almost disappointed when, like, because it'd be a cross between jazz and blues with no vocals, and they would just jam. And, man, they were amazing musicians. You know, I'm anxious to see uh, when you you interview uh, Bootsy Collins. Right. He's going to have a lot to say. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, this was, uh, this was just a quick pickup show, but we covered, uh, we covered yeah. 45 minutes and uh, added good, a lot good, to... Good, good, good time. Add a lot, you know, these things, Rudy, these uh, podcasts don't go away. These are going to be here forever. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, and we're recording every week. We record more and more of the history of the Sugar Shack. Yeah. One of my stories with the Cool and the Gang was the first night we didn't charge nothing because uh, the club was down. The club started going a little uh, tailspin, you know, and for a couple of weeks, and uh, we were having a meeting uh, with some of the club owners and. Uh, uh, Henry Vara asked me, well, how's your club going? I said, well, we slowed down. He says, what's the reason? I says, I think I charged from a dollar. I went to two and three, one and two. <laughs> he says, well, next week, who do you got? I says, cool in the gang. He says, don't charge nothing. See see if uh, see if you get the crowd. Open at night, we couldn't count the people. We had to shut the door. <laughs> the next night, the next night wow. I charged, and we drew over nine hundred people in one night. Wow! Wow! I took in. I never forget that. Yeah, in fact, Jerry told the same story Saturday. He did. Yep, but he said it was a buck, the fir- buck the first night, and you went up to two or three bucks by the end of the week. Yeah, yeah. No, we still that we went to two. We still with the. See, all the low price groups uh, used to get a dollar or two, just to make the money for the band at the door, and then the right. liquor, the the liquor would be our profit, you know. Right. And uh, we stood at a dollar or two, if I remember right. Yeah. 
Well, let's Everybody play. Uh, right. Well, let's sign out with a little cool in the gang here. We'll do a little cool in the gang, and we'll sign out. Got anything more to say, Rudy? No. All I was gonna do is uh, mention that. Uh, what the hell is he gonna say? Well, if I think about it, I'll call you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> You're the best, man. You're awesome. That's probably well, good laugh. Well, another week, and uh, we're moving yeah. forward. George is coming back. We're going to reach out to to Stevie Wonder. We're going to reach out to Jay Leno, and we got yeah. Peter Wolf saying he's going to be part of this. George is going to start editing. We're going to start to see something come together pretty soon here. And in the meantime, yes, here's sir. a little cool in the gang.
like in there. I'll tell you, the music is coming over real good. Yeah, you're right. Today, it's really good. Boy, I mean, we're lucky. It's been hey, really so good. Yeah, it is. I've just realizing that myself. It's really clear. So. Clear now. Yeah. Well, Rudy, All thanks right. so much. We'll uh, keep this going, buddy. Yeah. All right. We'll... Uh... We'll continue, same time, same station, next week. Yep, exactly, right through the summer here. Uh, Keep adding news, and we'll get a little bit more organized next week. I don't have to travel or have an appointment, so we'll line up some guests 
that I've met recently in the past few weeks. You know, something we can start doing, Tom. You know, the the artist list that we have, we should take an artist uh, every Thursday and play their two hit records and start recording. You know, hauling up for the 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 songbook for the Sugar Shack. I was just thinking that as I was going through the list to see if the Barquets were there. That's absolutely, you know, there's groups. So we got to get the Emotions and uh, Blue Magic, a lot of groups we haven't covered yet. Right. Well, what we can do is start with the top of the list. Like, you get the, okay. the list. About exactly. And yep, we can... exactly. We'll we'll do that. So that's uh, that's my project for this week, and we'll we'll start doing that next week. Good. And this way we'll right. work towards we'll work towards the songbook. All right, yeah, you take care. All right, Rudy. Okay, we'll see you next week. There we go. That's the song. Thanks for joining us, folks. Please call in the next time. Crazy little shack beyond the track. Crazy sugar shack. Coffee tastes mighty good. That's not the reason why I've got to get back up to that sugar shack. Whoa, baby, to that sugar shack. Oh, there's this cute little girlie. She's a working there. A black leotard and her feet are bare. I'm going to drink a lot of coffee. Make that girl love me when I put on some trash. You can understand why I've got to get back up to that sugar shack. Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.